Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Discover connection. Awaken sacredness. Come in power. Join us for our show on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Live, show number 40. We are your hosts, Dave and... Violet. Our guest today is Colleen Andraste. Colleen is a certified psychic, spirit medium, and a channel for the angelic realm. Colleen Andraste is well known as a gifted intuitive healer and licensed massage therapist. Her work is nothing short of amazing, which is why she has attracted a loyal clientele and countless referrals during her 17 years of private practice. Trusting her natural connection to divine guidance, Colleen leads you down a path of self-discovery and acceptance. Her compassionate, intuitive readings provide you with guidance and insights that empower you to make the most of your gifts and create a joyous life of love and achievement. She has an exceptional ability to hold sacred space for you allowing you to rise to a place of deep inner wisdom and newfound personal peace. Welcome, Colleen. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Violet. So tell us more about your background. How did you get into this? You've been doing it for 17 years. What, what got you started? Well, actually, now it's almost closer to 20 years. I, as you said that, I realized that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like time flies. Um, how it all started was when the first time I saw my mother after she passed and I'd always believed in life being continuous, but I saw it with my own eyes when she appeared in front of me in ectoplasmic form and I heard her calling my name. Um, even though I knew she was there to comfort me and provide support, uh, seeing that with my eyes wide open did frighten me. Um, I felt badly about that later, but it did, <laughs> it did propel me forward on my path. Um, and I feel like, my gosh, it's been a very long path, very long journey. Um, so with all the ups and downs in life, um, I've learned to count on spirit and trust spirit and take personal responsibility for my own life and the changes that I'm going through, we're all going through, and that helps me support others. I have great compassion for others because of experiences I've had, and I enjoy my work very much. It actually calms me down and brings me peace when the world seems like it's lost its mind. So I enjoy working with people and helping them learn and understand more about themselves and to have faith in God 
and in spirit and to know that we're always, always, always supported, even when it looks like we're doing it on our own. We're doing it on our own because we are not. Now, were you a massage therapist before you came into the intuitive gifts or did you do that after? Well, um, I worked in the corporate world for 24 years and I always felt that I was different. I had an opportunity for an early retirement and I had been in five car accidents in a row, as crazy as that seems. <laughs> um, it was not an easy time in my life. I was the passenger in uh, a few of them, but they kept happening. And I realized that I was not heeding the direction that spirit was giving me to move out of the corporate world and to begin going to school, going back to school to become a massage therapist. So what helped me recover from the accidents was massage therapy, but I was not responding, let's say. <laughs> to okay. The last time I, I got hit, I was uh, at a stoplight in front of the building where I was receiving treatment from the previous accident and I was rear-ended again. So I said, I cannot take this anymore. I is, have, that a, is that a synchronicity? <laughs> I have so many. I feel like when I'm talking to you, they're racing through my mind. Um, I was, spirit was constantly communicating with me. And I was very, very fearful about making any changes and um, <laughs> entrusting that process. So when that happened, um, I, I said I couldn't take it anymore. I had to um, move forward. As soon as I signed up for massage school, it was within a very short period of time, I would say less than a month, that I received uh, an early retirement offer. So I took that and the rest is history. I began giving massage and I was receiving messages for clients, but I was not sharing them unless I heard it three times because that was boundary violation. <laughs> the person yeah. is going to massage and I, they are not there for me to give an intuitive message. Um, somewhere in that process, I decided I had to do something with the gifts, the other gifts, the intuitive gifts I had uh -huh. received. So I did sign up for some mentorship programs. At the time, that was very scary for me to <laughs> out myself because people always found me weird or scary. And uh -huh. I'm okay with that now. <laughs> so uh, I studied with several different people over the years and um, continue to develop and I still study and enjoy learning more and more and taking myself deeper. Uh -huh. I hope that answered your question, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if we look at, uh, if we look at the timing for when your mother uh, passed and then showed up and then when you start getting intuitive gifts, now, were you already intuitive before she showed up or was, and, and that was kind of a trigger for you to uh, wake up and smell the coffee or was that an event? And then you said, Oh, I need to, uh, if I can do this, I can probably do a lot of things. I need to dig into it. Um, yes, I was already intuitive. My mother passed when I was 10 years old. Um, okay. About the time I was eight years old, I knew who was on the phone when they were calling. I was, 
kind of an eavesdropper anyway. I was always interested in what was going on. So I tuned into that sort of thing. And then when my mom passed when I was 10, I saw her once after she passed, but that was not frightening. And then I saw her when I was 15 in the ectoplasmic form. Okay. And, um, I wouldn't say I followed an intuitive path. I, I knew things. I would tell people my dreams. Again, I people found that frightening. Yeah. Back in the 70s, some people found it frightening. I wasn't free to really pursue it in that way, but I read a lot of books. Mm -hmm. I was always, always, always interested in that. And I would say I was in my mid-40s when I went to massage school, and then I de developed my intuitive gifts further. Okay, okay. So there was quite a long period of ups and downs in my life in the interim. <laughs> I, I, love your, I love your story of being hit four times before you got the message. I mean, if we, if we look out um, into the world, there's lots of people out there that spirit's trying to guide them down a path. And like you, they're frightened to take it change is frightening to a lot of people and coming into change and shifting your life is a is a really big deal so what would you what would you tell people that spirits kind of nudging them to go forward and they're frightened to do that is there is there something you tell your clients because i know you get clients that are getting messages to move forward and they're scared to take that chance of leaving a job, moving, changing a relationship. So what do you tell folks that are facing that kind of change? Well, for one thing, um, you can feel it in your body. You can trust your body. So I consider my body the instrument, the tool that is also guiding me. So I, I, I ask my clients to feel it in their body. Where do you feel it? What does it feel like? Because your body never lies, but our minds will talk us in and out of all sorts of things. So that's one way. Um, the signs and symbols, the synchronicities that I experienced were, uh, those guideposts were essential in helping me move forward. For example, I found everything came to me like with wings. It, there were butterflies on my path, you know, they would no longer be living even. And they'd be on my front step. They'd be on my pathway where I was walking. I found feathers all the time. I saw messages on license plates, billboards. It's like spirit, God was always, always talking to me. So I talk to people when they say, is that real? Am I imagining it? No, it's, it's real. So I may give them a few examples I've had and then they share their experiences and people learn how to trust what's going on, what's happening for them on a very personal level. What I receive as a symbol may mean nothing to you because it's personal. So that's what you have to pay attention to and ask for those signs and symbols. It's very different now, the language that spirit communicates me with, how spirit communicates to me now. In the beginning, I had to have everything visual right in front of my face. This is what's happening. This is what your next best step is. The fear is very real, uh, but if you don't listen, 
it's like getting hit upside the head with a two by four, as they say. <laughs> so, I mean, there may have even been six accidents because I, I want to tell you, I was never hurt in any way that other than I had muscle spasms and back pain, things like that. But I was never in the hospital for it or anything. I mean, spirit was trying to work with me. And because of my great resistance, it just took more intense prodding. <laughs> well, I, I love that you're talking about messages because I think a lot of people that are new to their path and they meet people like us that are intuitive and we connect and we have messages. They think spirit just sits down next to us and we have this two-way conversation like humans have, right? And it's full and it's rich. It doesn't always, it doesn't work that way. It's signs and symbols and things come to you that they know that you understand and finding feathers and seeing a license plate or a commercial or a song comes on the radio that answers a question that you've been asking. Do they sit and talk to me? Yes, it's almost like I get a download of all the information all at once and I just know, but that's my gift. I just know what they're asking or I see pictures and it comes in in different ways. It's, it's not like you and I sitting down around the table and having a conversation. It doesn't Oh, it doesn't work that way spiritually because there's a lot of energy that's happening for them to be able to communicate with us. So I love that you talk about messages because people are getting it all the time and they're just not paying attention to that feather that's on the ground or that penny that they're picking up or that squirrel that ran by the yard all of a sudden, or the bird that just flew into the window and you're like, what was that about? Anything that gets our awareness, they're communicating, they're letting us know. So I, I love that you share that piece with us because I, I know as students, they feel like somebody's just gonna sit down and talk to them and have a full-blown conversation and it doesn't always connect that way. It doesn't Nature has a beautiful way of communicating with us. When you said something about a squirrel, it, it triggered a memory I had about leaving a particular job. And again, fear. Um, but the squirrel, it happened three times in one day. I mean, it actually blocked my path on the road, standing there. And I thought, I'm not gonna hit this. This is the third one. First one was a dead squirrel behind my tire in the morning. I don't know how it got there. I had not run it over. And the second one was something else in my yard. And the third one was the same day, the squirrel standing in the road where I was turning and it wouldn't move. And I said, all right, I get it. I don't know what it means yet, but I'm paying attention. So then I would look up things and do my research and then feel it in my body and question what, you know, what is the answer? I'm certainly being given a message. So you have to do your research. And again, you'll know. Thank God for internet, right? Because in the yes. 70s, we couldn't just go and get on the internet and go, what does bear spirit mean? And what does, what does finding angel, you know, feathers around mean? And what does, and today we have internet. Like you, in the 70s, I scared my family because I knew stuff. I did predictions that came true. And that terrified them like stop that and I'm like it's gonna happen I know this is what's gonna happen today um 
and it was scary, but as a child coming in with gifts, I kind of just knew things. And so um, I really resonate with the fact that, you know, I frightened people. I did frighten people. And for most of us, a lot of us, we shut it down because people were scared of us or we had parents that told us we had to stop that. My mother was like, stop that. You have to stop that. You can't do that. Right. So I shut it down for a long time. Um, and they're beautiful gifts that we should encourage and grow and evolve. And they were given to us for a purpose to guide us, to help us, to help us navigate this lifetime. And when we shut them down, we lose the most precious thing we were ever given. So really important. So thanks. Yeah, it's for not just for a special few. I believe that everyone has these gifts. And they can develop them and I encourage people to do that um, it'll change your life for the better it's not frightening it's your foundation you'll make better decisions if you choose to listen if you don't that's fine we don't always listen I didn't always listen <laughs> perhaps I had but that's how we know that it's real we have to test the, the boundaries of that if we're guided not to go somewhere, take a certain job, it doesn't feel right, and we go forward anyway, we find out, oh, that wasn't my best choice, so let's do this again. And we learn to trust. We do. I mean, life's a lot easier when we do that, right? But Dave has always trusted. He's always followed his instinct. He's always been on path, right, Dave? I've tried. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the the universe has a way sometimes of gently knocking on your door. Then pretty soon they're banging on it, and they're kicking it. And then next thing they do is they're they're using a sledgehammer to break down your door and come in and say, "You can't ignore me. You can't ignore me." Little course correction. Yes. 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 I appreciate those from time to time. At least I do in retrospect. Maybe not perhaps at the time. Because we have our own will, we want things to go a certain way. And then the answer is no. And later we can see why the answer was no and what a blessing that was. But we do learn and uh, <laughs> eventually. Uh, I, always, I always tell my clients, you can take the long road or you can take the short road. I like You're that. gonna end up at the same place, right? <laughs> I like that. Gonna You're gonna that. end up on the same place of the road. You can either uh -huh. go the short path and get there a lot quicker and a lot easier with less stress. You're gonna be in the flow. Things are gonna move in easily. You know. Um, if you're taking the long road, you're going to feel like you're banging your head against the wall. It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be a struggle. There, there is a reality to that. I always tell people, if you're banging your head against the wall, if things continue to run in cycles, if you can't seem to get out of it and it's repeating, it's time to stop and stand back and look at what you're doing because whatever you're doing is the wrong way. It's the wrong, it's the wrong road. So, You're the common denominator. Right? And I think when, you, when you've worked with spirit, at least as long as I have, I, I many times, I surrender. Just tell me 
which direction to go. I surrender. I'm not fighting this anymore. Just tell me what am I missing? What am I not seeing? What, what do I need to know? I surrender to the process. And I think when you can get to that place where you release the control, because we tend to have control issues. We want to control it all. We want to be in control of everything. And I can tell you, it's a difficult way to live life when you're, when you're holding control. I mean, we've all done that. We're strong, we're opinionated, we're hard-headed. Uh, at least I am. And, you know, I, okay, I surrender. I let go of the process. Just, just tell me what you, what's the best way, right? Just show me my options and let me make the right decision, right? And when we do that, our life gets so much better, but when we're angry or fighting it or, you know, wanting to hold on control, it's just difficult. It's hard. It's really hard, especially in the world today. The, the world out there is really, it's in a lot of pain today. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of heartache. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of broken. There's a lot of fear out there. <clears throat> and you know, I send loving healing out there every day for people to wrap them up in healing and love and compassion. And, you know, we're all human. It's about being here and experiencing love. It's about, it's about living a life of love. That's what we're here for. So, well, mm -hmm. Love is the great equalizer. And people either feel that they're not deserving of it or they're just stuck and they're not allowing. I think it takes a long time for some of us, and it did for me, to allow surrender. Any form of submitting or surrendering was, I was greatly opposed to that for years. But then, as I was saying in my mid-40s, when things started really, there was a lot of pressure on me to, to move the way spirit wanted me to move. And uh, that changed that. Well, and, and I'm so glad that you did because you got beautiful gifts. You got beautiful gifts that you offer people and you do have a huge following. So talk to us about your mother appearing and being able to do that. Are you able to do that for others? Do people in the spirit come in? from time to time when you're working with clients, with messages? They do, and honestly right now, um, evidential mediumship is one of my favorite gifts. I'm working on developing that at a deeper level, and I just, I love it, it excites me. Um, the fact that my mother did that for me uh, changed my life, and it took me a very, very long time for me to get past her passing, I mean, years and years before I could even discuss it. It was very emotional to me, obviously. And I've learned so much from that. And it's such a gift and an honor for me to bring through other people's family, friends, and to show them that life is continuous and that they're really not gone. And they're helping us every day. And it's, it's actually very exciting to me. And sometimes that feels more real. 
than the world we're living in now. And it certainly has, brings me greater peace and I feel like it brings my clients greater peace to know that their family, friends, loved ones are with them and they're observing our daily activities and they celebrate with us and they, they provide that compassion and that love when we feel like we're doing it alone. So it's a beautiful thing. So for people out there that don't understand, what is evidential mediumship? Because some people listening may not even understand what that is, that there are different types of mediumship. So what is evidential? How does that work? Evidential is providing, let's say, eight to 10 pieces of facts. It's, it's not, and this, it's not just saying your mother or father loves you so much. It's maybe telling them, um, I'm laughing because certain things are coming back to me from readings I've given, you know, what, what cigarettes they smoked, um, what age they passed, how they passed, um, whose birthday it is, um, their favorite flower, perhaps, but what you were doing, okay, they're reminding me of one um, from last evening. The woman, the communicator, the person who had passed, was telling me about some tires. She kept showing me four tires, four tires. And I'm telling the sitter that this is what she keeps talking about. And some other things as well, but finally she said, <laughs> My lights keep going on on my dashboard. I need to check my tires and I keep putting it off. <laughs> <laughs> and we looked at each other and started laughing. I said, well, I think you better check your tires <laughs> and stop putting it off because she's really adamant about these four tires. So that's one small example. But they're very aware of our day-to-day -day activities. And even if we didn't, know the person that passed, the family member, they'll come through and help and support and give you guidance for your everyday life to help us move forward, to move, help us move through, especially now. I love that. I love that. <clears throat> so some people schedule appointments to come in and see mediums to connect with a specific person right and they come in and sometimes that person is not available so talk to us a little bit because i know i know that's an element of this of really being open to who comes through and what's your highest do you have you found that somebody comes to see you and they just want to talk to uncle tom and uncle tom it, so other people come in because it's more important for them to, so how does that work? Are you always able to connect to the exact person or is it easier just to be open to who shows up and who comes in? Well, spirit will always give us the information we most need to know right now. I'm trying to recall if I've had a circumstance where someone didn't come through, um, I know there's been some sticky spots where an individual would only step in for a moment. 
and I don't recall why that was. Um, sometimes they do stand back and we have to encourage them or invite them to come closer. I sometimes I feel like if there's an issue, anger, forgiveness, shame, mm -hmm. that sort of regret, it might take a little bit more to encourage them that it's safe and to come forward. Uh, I've had ones that make me kind of chuckle when somebody comes through that perhaps they haven't thought about for a long time and they may not want to talk to this person. And, but there's a message and I have to give it. It's my responsibility to give that message. But they may just be the first person that comes through bringing in the people behind them that the sitter actually wants to speak with. But it does happen. I'm waiting for it to happen to me where someone brings in someone I may not want to talk with. <laughs> so uh, it happens. Uh, there's just so much healing and so much love, so much compassion. And like I said, day-to-day -day information that'll help us to move forward. They know about, again, the celebrations, the birthdays, the babies. Um, you get to witness some beautiful things and it's given me a different perspective of how people can change when they cross over. Now that's not immediate, but perhaps the process, what they're going through now, how they're living now, what they're doing to become a more evolved soul it's it's intriguing to me it's very very deep and meaningful and i feel like we can all learn so much from every aspect of it when someone passes can you immediately connect with them or is there a time frame have you have you noticed things in that process i have it seems like years ago we were taught that it took time for the soul to be able to communicate. I have had people come through, oh my word, the very next day I've had a few. And it's shocking. Mm -hmm. And and they're just as clear as they can be. It's it's beautiful. They have a lot to share. So it depends on the soul that's passed what the circumstances were, et cetera. But there's no time frame. That was a limitation I believe we set upon ourselves. It's very intelligent communication. Mm -hmm. Is there a difference with the type of death, like one that's more traumatic versus one that's peaceful and easy? I mean, have you seen any differences in those circumstances? Well. I've had people come for someone who passed traumatically, you know, unbeknownst to me when they sat down. Um, but I've had, let's say, for example, somebody who overdosed, they've come through the very next day mm -hmm. and they already have their purpose set up for what they're, how they're helping on the other side. Um, so I cannot say that it's limited there. I don't want to limit spirit in any way. Right. I really don't. 
that's possible. I love that. Okay, well, we need to take a little break here. We're going to uh, have some messages about Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. We'll be back in a moment. Hi, I'm Violet Rain, Master and Teacher of Sacred Priesthood in the Mystery Schools here at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. This is a program that I offer about once a year. We take on students to start this program. It's an 18-month program, which means there are 13 classes. We teach a class once a month, and we skip months with holidays. And on this path, men and women can come together to become sacred priests and sacred priestesses of the order of Melchizedek. The order of Melchizedek is the oldest sacred priesthood on this planet. It was mentioned in the Bible and still exists today. This is about walking a path of beauty, sacredness, and service. It's about learning how to be a magical creator of your own life and using the universal mysteries to create whatever type of life that you're looking for. This path is filled with magic, about learning prosperity, about creating, about sacred geometry, about Kabbalah, about learning about the ascended masters, the archangels, the elementals, including dragons and fairies and unicorns and the mermaids. It brings all that universal wisdom together to create a way for everyone to have that joyful and abundant life that they've always wanted. I hope that you will check out our website under classes and look for mystery school or look for sacred priesthood and find out more about these classes and what we have to offer. I look forward to seeing you in class and I hope to see you really soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. Well, welcome back to the show. We're here with our guest, Colleen Andraste, and this has been a very fascinating discussion of intuitive gifts and mediumship. So let's continue. Thank you. Well, it's really awesome. I know that you channel angels, but you also sometimes have a connection with the galactic. Because I've had a reading with you and they've come through. <laughs> <laughs> I've had personal experiences. So tell, talk to us about, we've talked about family members coming through. Who else comes through for people when they come to see you in readings? We have angels and galactic. How are those different? What are those? Uh, are there differences in those energies and the information that's brought through? And how have you seen that? Well, the vibration is definitely different. There's a subtle difference. Um, and I, like you, sometimes I just know. Um, I haven't worked with the galactic energy as much recently, but I can very clearly tell when my client is from intergalactic beginnings, there, it just, it comes through so clearly. And they may not have even ever considered that, but it does make sense once we talk about it. Um, a lot of children have come in that way uh, I've noticed, and perhaps they might have, oh, labels or diagnosis, you know, maybe ADHD, something like that, perhaps. It doesn't mean that that's definitive for every body, but people who, children who really think differently or process differently 
who are not so mainstream, I notice I can see, I'm actually shown in my mind, you know, I go out into space and I can see or have a sense, a knowing of where they came from, not the exact origin, but what they've brought in with them to help the planet. It's difficult for them. Um, the angels, uh, the spirit guides, the animal spirits that help support us, the totems, I do see those. Um, it's best if the client is open to all possibilities, if they have a mindset that, oh, I want this animal to be my guide. It doesn't work that way. The more open the client is, the more information I can bring in. I'm trying to think of some particular uh, experiences that were unusual, but sometimes you can see, I can see their guides very clearly um, and know perhaps how many lifetimes they've been with them. It really varies from client to client. I love that. I love that. Um, I know with mine, it was, I was like, it was the first time anybody had ever um, given me a reading or brought through information of the galactic. So I found it very, very interesting, right? And I know as a reader, we do readings and we don't remember later what we told somebody or how that came through because we do so many of them. You know, I'll have clients come in and go, remember you told me this? And I'll be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to remember all that. It's not for me. It's for the client. And I get a kick out of it because, no, I don't remember. Um, no. No, and it's in that moment. And, you know, sometimes I find it very fascinating that I'll record the session for them. They'll record it. We both leave and none of the recordings work. Oh, yes. Yeah. me that Spirit didn't want it to be recorded. It was meant to be an experience for that moment to clear, to heal whatever was going on but wasn't meant to continually process. So, you know, again, trusting doesn't always work that way, not the way we think it is or the way that it's supposed to and being open to that, right, in that process. So are you still doing massage today or are you just seeing clients and doing readings? Well, I am still giving massage although I'm trying to move out of that particular modality. It's become uh, hard on my body after almost 20 years. <laughs> uh, I step away and then it seems like I get pulled back in and I step away. Um, so as of this moment, I am still giving massage, um, energy work, yes. Uh, but my passion really is with the spiritual realms and I love that. I, that's, it's, it's magnificent to me. And again, I learn more and more and more every time I study something. And there's, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's, again, it's so magnificent what spirit does for us, how we learn from spirit, how we work with spirit, 
how we can help others, and how life-changing it is. And you'll open up to it when you're ready for it, and they are persistent. They are. Well, today, for people listening that might listen later on, you know, this is June 2020. We've been in COVID energy since about March. Are you getting any sense to the energies of what this might be about or what's happening? Do you get any sense of what this experience is about with COVID? Well, it's interesting. Um, I asked Spirit, uh, once I was told uh, that I couldn't work as a massage therapist about March 26, 2020, I asked Spirit what they would like me to do because I feel I'm always supposed to be doing something. I got one word, rest. (laughs) I wrote that down and I said, all right, I can do that. It was such a relief (laughs) to be able to do that. And now that we're into more activity out in the world, I long for those days of rest. (laughs) Um, I believe we did need to stop. And honestly, in my heart, I was hoping that it would be such a wake-up call for so many. Um, I can't honestly say if it has been or not. I certainly don't want to go into a a judgmental space because everybody is dealing with it the way they need to and the way they're finding their peace with it and allowing life to be. Um, I do wish that we could all still slow down because I feel like we're more true to ourselves. We're more connected to spirit. Um, however that may look for each, each individual. Um, I do believe a lot of people became a lot more aware and appreciated their families and that quiet time. Well, I definitely feel like we stepped in a place of <clears throat> appreciation and gratitude, right? Yes. Because oh, yes. every day, every day, like every day. I miss my family. I haven't really been able to hug them or be in a space with them. And there's lots of families out there that have been very separated mm-hmm. through this whole time frame. Um, so that gratitude of the simple things in life of having my children and grandchildren around, of celebrating a holiday together, of celebrating a graduation together. You know, we missed a lot of that um, that we normally have which will really place, I believe, for a long period of time when I'm able to teach a class in person to be in a real space of gratitude to have people in the space besides on the TV to to be in the center, to have that working, to celebrate a holiday as a family together. How can you not step in that space and have gratitude to be back together and to spend time. So I hope that people honestly take those moments of gratitude and appreciation 
of you know our lives and what goes on so I know at least for me it's gonna be that way like I miss people I'm a people person oh you are <laughs> <laughs> I miss being around people and I know for some that's been really difficult you know for others they've enjoyed this time right they like you know they're introverts they like that space in right I understand Colleen I have a daughter that's an introvert mm -hmm. but still I love I love people I love that's how I get energized that's where my joy comes from that's that's where my place comes so i look forward to being able to do that again whatever that looks like but i think all of our perspectives have got to shift um you know i've heard more people say that they'll make sure that they have a couple extra rolls of toilet paper in their house or <laughs> extra paper towels or right we would have never believed that we would have walked in a grocery store to empty shelves i mean that would have never been a consideration for us and i think all of us now look at those shelves a little differently like <clears throat> do i need a little extra i'm not going to fill my garage with toilet paper okay i have no need to do that but you know i think tom set the standard in the house that we have to have at least 12 rolls on hand all the time just 12 just 12 so if something happens we've got some backup right but i think it's i think it's going to change our perspective a little bit and i agree with slowing down i think spirit was trying to teach us the value of slowing down to rest to be in stillness to take time to not rush because i think the technology advancements that we've had in our society have asked us to do more, 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 faster, faster, faster. And I don't always think that's the healthiest, right? And, and how do we step back and honor ourselves and our space and who we are? So I hope as we start moving back out into the world that we'll continue to take a little more time than we used to, to be in stillness to connect, to, to slow down, to rest a little more, to, to love ourselves a little more, because that's really what it's about. Yes, that was essential to be kind to ourselves, to, to practice compassion for ourselves and others. And I agree with you 100%, the gratitude piece. I feel like a lot of us got that and realized how blessed we are. And there was so much to be grateful for during all of it in spite of how challenging it was. I mean, as an intuitive empath, I also felt some days I would wake up and I would feel some anxiety. And I'd have to discern, is that mine or is that what's going on out in the world? You know, there's days still I wake up and I feel really sad and I think, what's that? But there's, a, so appearances may look like things are, somewhat returning to the old normal which it'll never be but there is a lot of sadness i feel out there so as you were saying it's important to send love and healing out to every single person yeah and i think it's really important so you know as we move forward how does somebody 
contact you if they're interested in learning more about you or having a session or what's the easiest way for us to reach out and contact you? Well, there's a few different ways. Uh, one, the easiest would be to contact me directly through voice or text at my cell phone number, 720-936-3107. You could also reach me by email, which is my last name, Andraste, A-N-D-R-A-S-T-E, 444 at yahoo.com. Or you may contact me through my website, which is www.awalk, which is awalkinbalance.com. I love that. I love that. Well, I would ask, are you doing any events or anything happening? I know we're all kind of isolated. There's not many events happening right now. I don't think there'll be any happen through the whole year. You heard me say that. But I think 2020... Well, we won't have events this mm -hmm. year. It'll surprise me if we're able to do that. Um, we're starting to move back at least at the center to offer classes at the end of the month and next month that are small, really small groups um, to get people together, those that are ready to come together. Not everyone's ready, and I honor the space they're in, and I want them to nurture and honor themselves wherever they're at. But if they're ready, we're ready to see people. So um, thank you for giving us your contact information. Um, I absolutely adore you. You know that. Um, and uh, I appreciate you taking the time today. I'm going to let Dave close this out because he knows who's next and um, does a great closing. Um, we'll let him close <laughs> this out. But thank you so much for um, being on the show. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, and I'll thank you. And uh, I'll say, you know, I missed uh, sitting near you in March at the fair. I missed sitting uh, this coming week in the fair since it got canceled again. And uh, I don't know. I'm crossing my fingers. I'm going to see you in September at the Merchandise Mart. And uh, we'll, we'll have a fair happen then. We'll see. We'll see. So thank, thank you again. Well, to all our listeners, thank you for joining us on this show. Our next guest is Mandara Cromwell, and uh, she'll be a fascinating person. Please continue listening to messages from several of our practitioners here at DYSG. Those are following, and have a great week. Stay safe. Angels are loving messengers and guardians, helping us find our way on our life mission and protecting us on the journey. Are you seeking an angelic perspective of yourself or situation? Ruby Wayward is an angel intuitive, using her intuition, angel tarot, and, or and oracle cards to provide angelic perspective readings. Learn which angels are helping you or wanting to work with you, and gain insight from your guardian angels. Ruby not only works with angels, but with other mystic manifestors, messengers, and elementals like the dragons, unicorns, and fairies. Ruby can connect with you to your personal dragon, channel messages from your unicorn, and guide you in best practices with the fairies. Find Ruby Wayward as a reader at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts every second Sunday of the month. Walk-ins are, are welcome, or call Discover Your Spiritual Gifts at 720 573 
1-800-273-4275 to set up an appointment. Hi, this is Dave Barnett, better known as Dave the Mystic. I am a long-term aerospace engineer, but back in 1983, I had some events in my life that forced me to reconsider how reality works. I became involved in healing, channeling, meditation, and developing my psychic gifts. Over the years, I continued to work with these, and I had a wonderful opportunity in 2003 to take four years and really delve into all forms of healing, and along the way, other gifts showed up. I am now working at the center full-time, and I'm happy to offer work with past lives, with working with subconscious core beliefs. I do a lot of work with energy and entity clearing, and since I do this always long distance, I can do it all over the world. I also work with karma burning and with soul retrieval and soul splinter return. I'd be happy to work with you. Please feel free to give me a call here at the center, and we can set up an appointment. My direct phone number is 303-902-5323. Thank you, and have a great day. Hi, my name is Heather Nichols. I'm a soul journey coach and the owner of Soulful Essence and Wellbeing. For the past several years, I've been on a quest to fulfill my soul purpose of healing my past so I may learn to love myself unconditionally. I want to show others how they can do the same thing for themselves. My journey officially began in 2015. I became a Reiki master teacher to be a conduit of healing for myself and others. And I've always had an interest in hypnosis and self-development. And I finally stepped forward in my passion and found a program that helped me release negative emotions that were keeping me stuck in my past. I became a certified practitioner in this wonderful program and later studied Akashic Records and many other healing modalities. I'm beginning my new class series starting in March, and this class is for people who are ready to release emotional trauma and blocks from their past. This can be from past lives or this life. During this class, we'll explore what impact anger, sadness, fear, hurt, and guilt has in our lives, how we react to people and situations because of our state of mind, why it's important to forgive ourselves and others, then it's time to release. And we'll use time techniques to release anger and sadness, a guided meditation to release additional negative emotions, and I'll be giving you a workbook so that you can journal about your experiences. The class schedule is from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. on the following days. Saturday, March 14th. Saturday, April 11th. Sunday, May 24th. Saturday, June 13th, Sunday, July 19th, Saturday, August 15th. And you can register at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Facebook, Meetup, or Eventbrite, or at Soulful Essence and Wellbeing on Facebook. You can also register on my website at Soulful Essence, the letter N, wellbeing.com forward slash classes. I look forward to seeing you in my class. Discover connection. Awaken sacredness. Come empowered. 
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.